0: and welcome to another show my name is Martin presse and welcome to the International students podcast number 20. 20- Two here we are on uh, what is this February the 11th Valentine's Day is just around the corner. So all you romantics out there, make sure you go out and do something special for your special someone. Coming uh, to you from Vancouver, uh, beautiful downtown Vancouver, Canada. And uh, this show is if uh, if you're just joining us is for um, students, uh, particularly international students. If you are coming in from halfway around the world, all the way around the world, this is your show and. Uh, uh, and I just want to thank everybody for your feedback, uh, for your comments, for your DMs, for joining me on uh, Instagram. Uh, my Instagram feed is um, Martin Pressa Speaker, and uh, it's just been such a such a pleasure. I'm really enjoying the podcast, and thank you for all of your support today. I want to talk about uh, a few things. Um, as you know, I'd like to take maybe maximum 30 minutes per show, and so today I want to talk about anxiety and stress anxiety, stress, Uh, what happens when you travel around the world to study in another country? And uh, I'm a teacher here in uh, Vancouver i've been uh, teaching international students for 7 years and uh, i think i've had over 5000 students go through my classes there are certain things that happen uh, i've noticed to international students when they when they come and study uh, abroad when they when they leave home and they leave their mums and dads and boyfriends and girlfriends aunts uncles when they leave everything behind to study abroad and one of those things is uh, some of them experience a fairly high level of stress. And I think I think that's pretty normal. And you should expect it. Some experience more stress than others. Some experience more anxiety than others. And it can be overwhelming. And I guess I'm here to tell you today, my, my message is it's okay. You will get through it. Um, I think inter- international students are... The bravest uh, students in the world, because you leave everything behind and you go out and you discover um, what's happening around the world. You find out a lot about yourself and your your goals in life. You mature very very quickly as you travel around the world, as you study around the world, and you you have to take jobs that you may not normally think is a great job for you uh, a lot of inter- of a lot of international students come to vancouver and uh, all of a sudden they they might be an engineer or an architect in their country maybe they're a lawyer in their country and then they come here and they're learning english and they their confidence is low because, you know, people, uh, international students will say, oh, my English is v- isn't very good and I don't have a lot of confidence and I'm afraid to go for job interviews. And that sort of thinking um, affects your self-esteem and your confidence and it will cause you a lot of stress. And I'm here to tell you that's okay. That's okay. Um, as long as you acknowledge it and you say, okay, this is what I'm going through. I'm experiencing anxiety. Um but don't deny yourself that. Uh, and I think students run into problems when they're like, "Well, they, I, I'm not feeling stressed, I'm not feeling anxious, And, and, I, and I'm going to get, you know, I'm, I'm fine, I'm okay when you're really not." So th- I have some advice today. I, I want to talk to you about that. First of all, make sure you talk to other people. Uh, you talk to your teacher, you talk to your friends. And as an international student, I think the most important thing is to surround yourself with people that you trust you have to go out there and make friends you cannot study around the world and just do it alone just do this by yourself go through this experience by yourself it just won't work so get out there and force yourself to make those friendships to make those connections and often it starts with your teacher uh, really try to get to know your instructors, and and they will help you uh, form those relationships. They will help you form a network of people that you can trust and will help you deal with your stress. Uh, one of the things that I that I have noticed is, for example, couples. Uh, a lot of people come here with their boyfriend and their girlfriend or their wives and husbands. It's tough. Uh, I've noticed that one of two things will happen. Uh, the Either the relationship will become stronger if you come here with your, you know, your significant other, your the person that you love. Uh, The relationship will become stronger because you will depend on each other more. Or, the opposite will happen, and this is really tough and it's really really sad. But I see it happening all the time. Uh, They, uh, a couple, come here together from halfway around the world, and. The relationship ends after three, four, five months because it is very stressful. Maybe only one of you got a job and now that one person has to support both people financially. That is really, really difficult. Or uh, one of you got a great job and one of you got a really horrible job, and you just, you know, that other person just hates their job. And maybe there's a little bit of jealousy there happening. Or one of you meets a lot of people, is making a whole bunch of new friends and new connections, and the other person is not. So you have to really be aware that this might happen. And talk to your partner about it uh, before you come here. You know, if it's really important that you have that really strong, open communication and that you come here with the same goal. We're going to Canada to learn English, We're going to Canada to meet new people. We are going to go out and we're going to meet new people. We're going to go to events. We're going to go to seminars and conferences and workshops and we're going to go to class. We're not going to skip class. We're going to work hard. We're going to study and we're going to find jobs. And if one of you is like, well, I don't know. I just really want to enjoy. I want to party a little bit more. I really want to, you know, just kind of take it easy and and turn this into a holiday, you won't make it. Both of you have to be on the same page. What does that mean to be on the same page? It means that you have to agree. You have to both have the same goal, relatively speaking. You have to be willing to say, this is why we're both going and this is what we're going to try to achieve together. Otherwise, I think the relationship will be in trouble. Now I've seen a lot of people uh, succeed and it's really great to see that. People come here um, and their relationship gets stronger and and I hope that that's the case with you. When it comes to dealing with stress and anxiety too, a lot of students come here and when they are experiencing too much stress, they will find a psychologist. They will find a psychologist here in Vancouver or they will find a psychologist back home wherever you are from, Japan, Colombia, Mexico, doesn't matter where you're from. Uh, A lot of students have Zoom calls with a psychologist back in their country. And it actually makes a lot of sense because when you're working with your psychologist, you have to be able to speak the same language. Um, It's very difficult for a a Japanese person, for example, or a, a Latino person To work with a psychologist here in Vancouver who only speaks English because the wording, the translation gets lost and I think that what you're trying to communicate, what you're trying to express will not work and it'll be very, very difficult to, to really explain how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way. So my recommendation is think about it if you think that you might experience too much stress, maybe you know you're the kind of person that, that experiences stress easily and gets overwhelmed, make sure that you have somebody back home that you can call in to say, hey, I might be calling you if I experience too much stress and too much anxiety while I'm in Vancouver. So there you go. Now you have a plan. Before you come, you have a plan with your partner and you have a plan with maybe a psychologist. This uh, Another thing uh, which uh, is really important when you come to Canada, uh, whatever province you live in, every province has a healthcare plan. So in British Columbia, we call it MSP, uh, Medical Services Plan. And for international students, that plan is about, I believe, $70, $75 per month. And this will give you access to a doctor if you need some help. And uh, it's, it's free. And you're like, what free? Yeah, we have free healthcare here. Uh, so if you get into a car accident, uh, if you have a serious medical injury, you should have your own healthcare coverage from your country. Uh, a lot of students have that. But here, uh, you also will uh, pay $75 a month approximately to make sure that uh, you have proper healthcare coverage. Talk to your advisor about that, or when you get here, Talk to your teacher about making sure that you have proper medical coverage, uh, so that if you need a little bit of extra help, um, the government will help you with with your with your medical plan. So the other thing I wanted to talk about um, is, and I know we've only been dealing with with mental health stuff for only ten minutes, uh, but I I just feel like uh, I don't want to drag it on. Um, the most important person is, is your teacher and, uh, there's, there's going to be help for you. So don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Uh, just you, you know, the lesson here is you got to talk to somebody. Don't feel like you're the only one going through it. Um, I've worked with 5,000 students, uh, over the last seven years and every month, one or two students come to see me and they tell me that they're experiencing mental health issues. uh, Every single time we've been able to get them some help and every single time um, we've been able to to provide the kind of help that got them through their difficult period um, And having said that, sometimes the advice has been that the student goes back home uh, I'm actually dealing with uh, with a situation like that. Uh, a student came here and I think he did very very well the first two three months. But then he had some emergencies uh, back home. Um, grandmother passed away, and the student just was really struggling. And my advice was, you know what? I I think you should go home, um, and th- that's okay. You know, sometimes the timing isn't right, and family comes first. Um, so if you're if you're really feeling like you're in trouble. Um, that's okay. Go home for a couple of months, depending on what college you're with. Maybe they will give you a break. Maybe they won't. Uh, at Cornerstone, for example, when students have to go home due to a medical emergency, a family emergency, we just give them uh, a distant study plan. We, we give them some homework and we say, go home, but here are the assignments and you can do the assignments from home. And then they come back and their assignments are done and they have not fallen behind. So. Every college will have a plan to help you uh, make sure that you succeed in your however many months that you are here. So come here with confidence. Come here with a sense that, all right, no matter what happens, no matter what I'm going through, I'll be able to get through it. All right, so now I want to go on a completely different, um, I'm going to call it a tangent, a completely different angle. I actually want to talk about money. Uh, This week, uh, this month in my classes, we've actually been talking about finance uh, in Canada and there's a few lessons, a few important things that I would like you to know um, when you come to Canada. Um, We have debit cards here. Uh, Every bank, we have five major banks in Canada very important to know five major banks Bank of Montreal uh, we have the CIBC or the Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce uh, Scotia Bank, Toronto Dominion and the Royal Bank so I'll say th- I'll say those again slowly Toronto Dominion is one number two CIBC number three uh, Scotia Bank number four the Bank of Montreal. And number five, the Royal Bank. I cannot believe I just remembered all five. That's I'm really happy with myself right now. All right, so you have five major banks. We have other smaller banks. I don't recommend you, you go there. Go to one of the five major banks, and they will open up an account for you, and it takes 10, 15 minutes. Very, very easy stuff. They will open up a checking account for you so that when you get paid, your money will automatically get deposited into the checking account. Or when you get paid, your boss will give you a check, you go to the bank, and you deposit it into your checking account. But you're going to have two. You're going to have checking account, savings account. The savings account, a lot of people don't use. It's just meant to, when you get paid, you put your money into your checking account, and then if you want, you can put a few dollars into your savings account, and you don't touch that money. But you can if you want. So I actually don't use my checking account or my savings account. I only use my checking account. My checking account is everything for me. Uh, I get paid, that money goes into that checking account, and I pay all my bills, I pay the rent, I just leave everything there, and whatever's left over, that's my savings, and I just leave it there. Now, as international students, you're not going to be making a whole lot of money. Um, You will be basically living almost month to month because you're not going to be making $70,000 a year. You will be making 18, 19, 20, maybe at the very most $22 per hour. Now in Vancouver, that's that's basically minimum wage. That's just enough to live. So be ready for that. You're not going to be making $35 an hour, or $40 an hour. That will not happen. So be ready to come here and just say, "Okay, I will make just enough money" to live month to month. Don't expect to save any money. All right, great. You will be given a debit card. A debit card is what you use everywhere you go. When you wanna pay for your lunch, you wanna buy a magazine, you wanna pay for dinner, you are going to a movie, you will be given a little card, it's a debit card, and it looks like a credit card, like a Visa or a MasterCard, but it's not. It's a debit card. And whenever you pay for something with this debit card, you just tap it, tap the machine at the at the restaurant, and it automatically deducts money from your checking account. Now, I know many countries don't have that. They only have a Visa or a MasterCard. Canada has both. We have your debit card that automatically takes money out of your checking account, or you have a visa card and your visa has up to $5000 or 10000 everyone is different that you can borrow money from. It's like having a little savings account on this card, but you're borrowing money and you're paying interest on that. So if you use your visa card to pay for dinner, so let's say dinner is $50. Well, you're going to pay the $50 and then at the end of the month you have to pay off your visa. If you don't, you're going to have to pay another 19%. So the $50 plus 19% penalty because you didn't pay off your visa. This is all common sense for a lot of students, but I'm surprised. A lot of students don't understand how a visa or a MasterCard work. So if you come to Canada, you will have to get a visa or a MasterCard and you will get a debit card. The reason you must get a visa or a MasterCard is because you want to build credit. You want to build a credit rating. A credit rating is your way of telling the world, especially Canada, that you are good with money. Because we have a system in Canada that grades your ability to pay your bills on time. And we call that a credit rating. So if you go to dinner and go to the movies and travel and go to a hotel and do whatever you do, and you use your visa card, and then at the end of the month, you pay your visa card, you pay that bill, the government of Canada will watch and go, ah, this good, this person is good. They're taking care of their finances properly. We will assign them a high credit rating so that if you decide to move to Canada and live in Canada guess what? You'll be able to buy a house. Because when you wanna buy a house, you have to have a high credit rating. You're telling the world, I can be trusted. But if you don't get a Visa or a MasterCard, the government of Canada and the banks will never know if you're good at paying your bills. So as a young person coming here, be sure you get a credit card And you use it every once in a while, once a month, twice a month, whatever's happening. And then at the end of the month, you pay for your credit card. And you're basically, like I said, telling the government of Canada and you're telling the banks, I can be trusted. If you lend me money, I will pay it back. I know people who've only used their debit card and their debit card is equal to your checking account. When you use your debit card, it's like you're taking money out of your checking account but that does not equal good credit rating. It just means you're taking money out of your bank account. That's it. Okay? So get both. Get a debit card. You ha- That's automat- automatically going to be given to you by your bank. And then also apply for a Visa and MasterCard. And they will give you one. And if you're new, uh, they will probably give you a, cre- a, a, a Visa card worth $500. That's what they will start you with. And if you use that responsibly and you always pay every time that you use it, at the end of the month you pay for it, maybe in a year they'll say, Here's a thousand dollars, we trust you with a thousand, then two and three and four thousand. So if you would eventually decide to get your PR, your permanent residency here in Canada, the Canadian government will look at that and say, This student was really good. They always use their credit cards, their visa cards responsibly, and that can help you get your PR. That is our banking system in a in a very very short lesson. What else do I want to tell you? I'm just looking at my notes here. You will hear Canadians talking about investments. And I want to just talk about this today and then we're going to we're going to stop the show with with that. You're going to hear Canadians talking about something called an RRSP, Registered Retirement Savings Plan. Now some of you want to come to Canada for a year. You don't need to use this, but some of you want to make Canada your home, and this is really important for you. When you open up a bank account and you get a job, once you get that job, right away, be smart. Open up an RRSP or a T, as in Tom, TF. S-A, Tom, Fram, Frank, Sam, Andrew, tax-free savings account. So you have two choices, R-R-S-P or T-F-S-A. Both of those are meant to help you retire later on when you're 65 with money in the bank. And I don't mean $1,000 or 2000 If you donate about $100 a month a month for 25 years, 30 years, you will almost have a million dollars. So let that sink in, okay? As a student, you're not going to have a whole lot of money, but you start right away. And it doesn't matter, $10 a month, $50 a month, you start right away because success is planned, all right? I want you to retire with a lot of money. I don't want you to retire with just enough money to feed yourself. And so that means you start now when you're young. A lot of international students come to Canada and then they fall in love with Canada. And they're like, I actually want to move here. Perfect. You start to work. You start to make more and more money. And what a lot of people do is they say, well, I'm going to start investing in my future, my RRSP or my tax-free savings account. They always say, I'll do it tomorrow, next month, or next year. And they never do it. And all of a sudden, they're 55 and they have no savings. Start right away. When you get here as a student, you get a job, you go to the bank, and you say, I listened to Martin's podcast, and he said to open an RRSP or a tax-free savings account. Do it within the first four or five months of being here. Don't delay. Don't say next week. Don't say next month. Do it. Get up on a Saturday morning, go to the bank, and open up a savings account that will protect you from in your future that will build a a savings account and a significant savings account so that when you retire, you have a whole lot of money and you can really enjoy your life. But you've got to start now. Most Canadians are lazy. A lot of Canadians retire and they have no money and they need help from their children. You know, and you don't want to do that. You don't want to burden your children with this kind of thing. You want to do that yourself and you want, to have, you want to go play golf and you want to go on holidays. To do that when you retire, you have to have a, a significant amount of savings. So be responsible um, and open up those special accounts, RRSP or TFSA, and you're going to have an incredible retirement. All right. I'm going to stop right there because I want you to listen to what I've said um, a few times. I don't want to overcomplicate things. Um, We're just going to keep it simple. Um, $100 a month, uh, $50 a month, it really doesn't matter. Start with something, start investing, and it automatically comes out of your account. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Can you believe that? You open the account. You sign a little piece of paper at the bank. And each month on the first or second day of the month, you choose, you decide, you tell the bank on the the fifth day of the month, take out $25 out of my checking, put it into an RRSP. That means that the bank will invest the money for you and you're going to be rich by the time you're 60 years old. There. Simple as that. Just like that. All right? That's my advice for you. Um, I hope you come to Canada. I hope you study. I hope you enjoy yourself. And uh, welcome to episode number 22. And my name is Martin. Join me on Instagram. Keep following me. Keep listening. And tell everybody about this podcast because I think it's really, really helpful. I hope you've enjoyed it. I wish you all a big, beautiful, wonderful weekend. Take care. Be safe. Take care. Bye-bye.